0: Hi, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 10 of Alice in Wonderland. I'm Vic Philipson in a very sunny Christian Norway.
1: And I'm Alice in a very sunny and very chilly Atlas Mountains
0: retreat. With the birds chirping in the background. Well, it sounds lovely.
1: Well, it is. It's absolutely idyllic. I mean, this is a wonderful time of year to visit Morocco, to be honest, but it's getting cold. Yeah.
0: And I I hear there are exciting things happening in Morocco. Is this true?
1: Da, da, da. (laughs) I have an announcement. (laughs) (laughs) So the next adventure is, I mean, I've hesitated to talk about it because with Corona, everything is so uncertain. But fingers crossed, inshallah, take that as read for everything I now say. I am hoping in two weeks' time to set off for the Kingdom of Jordan to walk the length of it, 675 kilometers from the very northern tip to the Red Sea and Aqaba in the south. Wow,
0: how did all this happen? That's like out of the, not out of the blue, not for you, I'm sure, but that's uh, pretty short notice.
1: Yeah, well, it, I have been planning it for oh, ages, have? actually, okay. and working on it. For, I have, I have. But I always think because, especially at the moment, with with everything being so uncertain, I don't want to say I'm going to do something and then come out a week later and say, oh, uh, no, actually, I'm not. I'm going to sit on my bottom and watch Netflix. Um so this, this has been really good. I've been, I, I was just looking online for actually another expedition, which I'll talk about in due course. And as part of it and to do part of my research, I found the Jordan Trail, see. which, yeah, which is this fantastic looking, I haven't done it yet, obviously, this fantastic looking um, planned trail across the whole of Jordan for hikers.
0: Oh, okay. So it's, it's, um, is it, uh, uh, not conserved but it's maintained and and uh, marked and all those things
1: i think neither of those (laughs)
0: things
1: (laughs) but it's really cool and we'll we'll definitely put the um i'm going to put a link up to my adventure which has all the details in the show notes but Basically, it's it's GPS mapped, so you can follow the GPS markings. Okay. It has the website is amazing. It has like lists of muleteers and guides and places to stay, and it, it's a part of Jordan trying to really promote sustainable tourism, which I completely applaud, and I'm very excited to do this.
0: That is so cool. Where do you you where do you start? What town? What city?
1: Yeah, we start in the very north at a place called Um Umm al-Qais. And um, Umm, it's quite a nice name because Umm in Arabic means mother. Ah. And Qais, Qais is the name of the Romeo and Juliet, is Romeo basically in Arabic. So where we have Romeo and Juliet, they have Qais, which is the man, and Layla, which is the woman. So it's mother of Romeo, very romantic.
0: And you finish in (laughs) Aqaba.
1: Yes. Yes, well known to all of those of us who are fans of that massive epic film, Lawrence Arabia. Oh,
0: you know, the, uh, the, I, I know Akabad because that's uh, a big diver uh, destination. Well, they made an underwater park Vic, there, you... they sunk a plane. They have all kinds of things to, uh, to see underwater.
1: Well, I'm really glad you told me that because I love diving. So I will now change my plans and I'll spend a few days it's there diving. To be...
0: Absolutely fantastic, and it's on that arm of the Red Sea. You know, it's on. It's just it's yeah, right yeah, yeah. Charm. So yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh yeah. There's a no. There's yes. a very cool thing to see there. So you do it.
1: Okay, I'll take on that your advice. own, Thank you very much. or is this
0: with friends, or is this uh, a group um, guide donkey? No. Um. Yeah.
1: No. So I've I've had to really fit my plans to my budget to the possibilities to the logistics so I am walking self-supported so I'm carrying a backpack and that is causing me some anxiety to be honest um, because it's so heavy and I've been practicing but it's really a lot tougher than I thought to carry this much weight Um, so I'll be self-supported we're camping every night but I am taking a guide and the reason for that is there's lots of reasons. The, the main reason is I want to learn as much as possible about Jordan and about the countryside I'm passing mm-hmm. through. And so I want to walk with, with a Jordanian. And it's fantastic for my Arabic, yeah. so, you know, because I speak Arabic all day, every right. day. And that I also feel that kind of <laughs> – this is going to sound odd. I don't know if the word is spiritually, but as a person, if I'm speaking in the language of the country, that really helps me um, – I'd enter the country in some way.
0: Mm-hmm. Does that Absolutely. make sense? Absolutely, 100 percent
1: Yeah. Cool. So I'm I'm doing it for that reason. I'm doing it also for the company, um, for safety, you know, in case I sure. fall. And because and because that and let's be honest, Vic. My friends <laughs> who know me are going fess up palace. I am ter- terrible with directions and maps <laughs> and navigation. Like <laughs> truly. Then we are truly, <laughs> I I really feel that
0: we're truly kindred spirits in that sense. Then I have absolutely no sense of orientation. Oh. None at all.
1: Oh, fantastic. Well, you know what it means. I mean, I literally, it means nothing to me. You know, people say, oh, just head west. I'm like, you might as well say to me, just head towards China. I don't know what you're talking about. So (laughs) I felt that on all fronts, in order to, you know, maintain my life and liberty, it would be an idea to have a guide. So I'm very excited about that. And hopefully uh, you, as well as I, will get to know him as we start the journey. That's great. And
0: we'll get to talk while you're doing this. Do you think you'll have um, coverage?
1: Yes. Yes, I I hope so. And the plan is very much to do the podcasts live as I go along. And I'm really hoping that will happen. Duration?
0: How long will it take you?
1: Yeah, well... (laughs) <laughs> we hope it will take 35 days if we crack along at a very good pace. Um, we'll see. I've, I've, I've factored in five extra days. And one of the reasons for that is there. it's not the absolute best time of year to do right. it. Um, and there may be flooding in the south. If, there, if the rains come heavy,
0: right.
1: when you get down to the gorges and the desert areas after Petra, um, the wadis, the river yes. valleys, if it rains heavily, they will flood. And if it rains heavily. You have to get the heck out of Dodge like immediately because you're gonna flash flood. when the water mm-hmm. comes, yeah, they'll flash flood and you'll, you know, if you're caught in it, you die. I mean, there's no, there's absolutely no doubt of that. So if it starts raining heavily, we'll evacuate mm-hmm. and we have a plan for mm-hmm.
0: that. So, so
1: that's what I know. What's the
0: temperature going to be like?
1: Um, I it's going to be warmer than here, but it will be very cold at night. So I'm looking for, a, you know, I'm going to be taking a very warm sleeping bag and a down jacket. But of course, with no animals and with me carrying all my own stuff, I'm not going to have the luxury that I had during my trans Moroccan right. trek of, you know, numbers of clothes and layers. I will literally wear what I have on, have something to sleep in, and have a warm jacket and rain clothes because every extra half a kilo, you know, it really weighs on yeah. you. It's, a, it's significant. So that, that's going to be a very interesting newish challenge for me. The last thing I did self-supported was 13 mm-hmm. days. And yeah, the, and it was hot. So I didn't need the wet weather or the warm weather clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was definitely a challenge. So we'll see. What about we'll see. water
0: and uh, food resupply logistically? How do you handle that?
1: well that's a good question so the first part of the trek the northern part is um through 73 different villages Mm. so and agricultural areas so we'll be able to replenish very Mm. easily and then the second part of the trek kind of when we get into the desert areas and the wadis is we will need a food drop and we will need water drops
0: who arranges that for you
1: um that i'm doing that through through um the company uh which I've hired the guy oh, to, and it's a really, okay. yeah. He's I, I've kind of you know the internet's an amazing thing, but I, after doing qu- quite a lot of searching and talking to lots of different people, I came across this guy Fuad Kalbune, who is a outdoor specialist. He runs an amazing outdoor shop in Amman. amazing, uh-huh. and he also does he organises he works with ultramarathons. He's a real adventure specialist. He's done the trail himself. And so he is is sorting out a guide for me. And actually, he's just finished doing SAS Who, who Wins, which is a British TV program because they filmed in oh, Jordan. Oh, okay. So, and I know, and he's just been doing all, yeah, he's just been doing the logistics with them. So I feel I'm in very good So hands. it's not
0: Joe's water drop company. In other words, it's not just some, some guy who's supposed to meet you in no. pick up with water. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, you never know actually what's going to happen, to be honest, in these things. But I'm hoping it'll be good. And, and a second thing that I really want to talk about, because it's very, very cool, is I've got a new product, which I'll be testing. Oh. Um, and they're actually putting a little bit of money in the expedition. They're sponsoring me. And they're called Water, W-A-A-T-R.com. Mm-hmm. And this product, you're going to see it because I'm, I'm totally enthused by it. It's like an ordinary, you know, metal water bottle. Yes that you use uh, in the top, it's got a UV light. Mm-hmm. So you, and then you press the top and the UV light goes down through the water and sterilizes it. I see. So you can drink water. Yeah, it, it's like say goodbye to traveler's stomach. You know, seriously, this is amazing. So I'm, I'm very excited. And the, the thing about it is A, no plastic bottles, mm-hmm. B, it sterilizes, you know, dirty water, including you can even sterilize the water from the tap so that, you know, some people get sick when they go on journeys. Yes. And it it really is just different Mm -hmm. water. So you can use it for that. And the last thing, which I also absolutely love is it's solar powered. Oh, that's cool. You know, you can, yeah. And it's kind of rechargeable. So you can just stick in your little, your little, uh, wire and stick it onto a solar battery and off you go. So, I'll, I'll let you know how that goes because I'm testing it out, but I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm quite excited about that as a yeah. kit and the implications also for people around mm-hmm. the world who have dirty, dirty water, water mm-hmm. and who get sick. So, you know, watch this space.
0: Now, how tell again, how heavy is your pack?
1: Oh, I, well, I haven't scoped it all yet. But I've been I've been walking with a fifteen kg pack, okay. so about thirty five pounds. All I right, think. So,
0: so you're going to have to really be in pretty good shape. And how? What have you been doing to get yourself ready for that?
1: <laughs> oh, Vic, I hope you don't doubt me with that. No, no, voice. no, no,
0: no, no. Of course I don't doubt you. It's just that you, 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 you spent you, spent a, you spent a little couch time, squeaky here of late.
1: I have spent quite a lot of couch time squeaky in the that's new kitten,
0: right. Rasputim. Putim. Oh, that's right. But, um, Rasputim.
1: Yeah, Rasputim. Um, <clears throat> but I have been training. Uh, not as. Much, I mean, I'm a rubbish trainer. I hate it. So I've just been doing stuff. I have been out with the pack, killing myself. But I also did our biggest mountain, the highest peak in North Africa, Mount Tupkal, 4,167 meters a couple of and weeks how ago. how was that? It was really great. I went with my friend Gordon, who um, has a company here called Morocco Gold Olive Oil, and we zipped up. We had a lovely guy, Lassen, who is wonderful and perfect. So, so safety conscious and secure, lots of stories, just a really nice person to be around, lots of fun. So, basically, Mount Tukal, if you ever want to do it, I think is is a brilliant walk. And we did the very classic. Route, which is two days. So the first day you leave from Imlil and you walk up the valley effectively, mm-hmm. um, gaining a lot of altitude. You gain 1,300 meters, but it's very gradual. So I can't remember how far it is. I, I really can't. 16 kilometers, I think, 20, okay. but it's very gradual. So it's actually an extremely pleasant walk. And by lunch, you get to a place called Sidi Shamharush, a, sh- a shrine, and you can stop and have some lunch there. And it's it's fascinating because, like everywhere, um, the animals have got to know the humans. So if you have lunch, there's a, a flock of chuffs, you know, the lovely blackbirds, yes. the orange beaks. So they live there, and they just come, and they're so tame that they'll sit on the bars, you know, <laughs> on the wooden tops of the restaurants, just waiting for you to give them a little bit of whatever, the, whatever you can spare. <laughs> so that's a very pleasant first morning and then after that it gets a bit tougher because you start getting higher the path is steeper the landscape is is wild it's like lord of the rings it's so barren you know everything disappears apart from the goats so you walk up um you walk right up and then you get to the refuge at the end so the refuge is where you stay there are two refuges and one for the gendarmerie and we stayed at the top one which has got two big wood-burning fires which makes a huge difference so it's a two-day it's a two-day
0: walk in other words yeah Mm -hmm.
1: so exactly so you go to the refuge you spend the night in the refuge and the refuges are magnificent they're enormous stone built and i mean they look like these castles hewn out of the rock they're really quite spectacular really very cold usually of course and because you're high up Mm -hmm. by now and then you're at you're yeah you're at three thousand ish meters and then you've got mules everywhere because everything is brought up by mule and hikers everywhere and guides everywhere so it's a real buzz (laughs) it's really fun in the in the refuge and then sleep in dormitories and actually i have to say this time gordon and i were really lucky Uh, in our dorm everyone was incredibly respectful um so quiet you know very yeah very respectful quiet no putting lights on you know some of the things that can happen when you're I think. Then we got up at three, we left at four, Mm -hmm. and we got up to the first ridge. So that day you've got just over a thousand, you've got around a thousand meters to climb, but it's incredibly steep, as in you're using your hands at the beginning because you go up a load of boulders. Oh, Lord. You don't need ropes, but you, yeah, you do need to clamber. Mm. Um, So we got up to the first ridge just as the sun absolutely exploded over I saw it.
0: the photo. It's and, gorgeous. Uh, that looks fantastic.
1: Yeah, it was amazing. So that's on Instagram if anyone wants to check it out. Alice out there one. But basically the last 200 meters, so Lassen got to the top and he was like, run, run. You've got to see the sun. It's like, okay, at altitude, let me just get my running shoes on after climbing this massive horrible hill so i i did manage to run the last 200 meters and like threw my gloves off and threw my poles down and got the photo but it, it did make me laugh you know run it's like yeah whatever so, and then once you get to the ridge you've really broken the back of it you've still got to climb but you've broken the back of it you've got i think like a 150 200 yes. meters to of you know ascending to do and again it's quite rocky and then you walk up the last bit is quite flat and you you walk up this kind of 100 metres of flat towards the little um, triangular metal, you know, uh, what do you call it, sign that you're at the top of Tupacau. And it's it's a great feeling. I mean, Gordon and I were ecstatic. He did so well, you know, to get up there. And it, it's fantastic. You're at the highest peak in North Africa. The views are incredible. I mean, yeah incredible you, you can see for miles and miles and miles
0: anything that you will do in jordan equivalent to that are you going you're not going to climb so high will there be climbing climbing or is it all this all
1: yeah i mean that's one of the things that's kind of worrying me because of my backpack weight um i there is climbing so there are days where you'll ascend a thousand meters which for british people is the same as snowden um but i'm and there are days it says where you will be clambering, you know, it will be steep. And For me,
0: it would but be it... The equivalent of Kilimanjaro. Thousand <laughs> 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 meters. I mean, on a good day, Rocky and I, I'll climb three hundred meters as we go around oh, the my lake. <laughs> yeah. But... Climb and descend.
1: Oh, I know, gosh. Well I'll be jealous. I'll be thinking about you and Rocky going, I wish I was on their
0: <laughs> walk, not on this one.
1: But it won't all be like that, and I'm hoping you know, I, I'm hoping I'll walk myself into better fitness. I mean, I hope I have good endurance, and it's a lot about it, Vic, is keeping your head mm-hmm. in the game and not getting too despondent when it's quite painful, because it will be painful. You know, there's no point in pretending mm-hmm. it won't be. It be. Um, I've got a very heavy pack. I'll be walking a long way every actually walking quite a long way every day, um, and the weather might be bad. It might be raining and muddy. Oh. So and
0: you get you get to yeah. see Petra on the way back down or on the way down to towards Akron. I do
1: I will hopefully be in Petra on Christmas oh Day. Oh my!
0: I have that's fantastic. I have always wanted to see Petra.
1: Well, you can catch a flight, meet yeah. sir.
0: <laughs> I'm going. Actually, I leave the 31st of December to fly to and We're going to go. Uh, several of us go diving.
1: Maybe we could wave each other across. We, we,
0: we will, will be, can, be at opposite probably... ends of that little arm of the. Um, that's yeah. The Gulf of Aqaba. is so that when... the name of that?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I should, you know, God willing, given us <laughs> fair wind, I should be there on the fifth of January. So if you're still there, we'll have to arrange to do a virtual. I will wave. be. I'll
0: be there until the seventh of January, down at the end of uh, the end of that Sinai Peninsula.
1: Well, this is this will be the closest we've ever been.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh Alice I know you're on the road I'm I in am in the middle of tech week for Ulla which is Oh not Ulla my favorite yeah, which is uh, uh, the Norwegian equivalent of the Grinch who stole Christmas
1: Okay that sounds yeah, very festive he,
0: he gets the uh, the Ulanissa which is Ulanissa's Santa Claus for all intents and purposes he gets the Eulanissa. Not only does he steal the Christmas presents, he the Eulanissa is thrown into jail. What? Yes.
1: Oh, you, you <laughs> Norwegians are
0: hardcore. <laughs> and there are kids running through the theater. Anyway, uh, we have rehearsal tonight, and tomorrow evening is final dress, and then we open on Friday. So it's well crazy break leg. crazy Let time. Us know how it crazy goes. crazy time. So yeah. And you're on the road, so yep. I think we probably need to go today. I know I do.
1: I think we do. Lovely to talk Very to you, as nice always. Very
0: nice to talk to you, Alice, and we'll speak again in two weeks. Bye. Bye.